0: I realized fairly early on in my touring career that I needed to find other musical experiences and opportunities outside of the show that I was playing if I wanted to stay versatile, keep my chops up and stay mentally in check. I also realized though that if I wanted to do this while still being able to give 100% to my job every day that it was going to take an intentional and strategic plan to make that work. Today, I want to share with you my approach to how I'm touring at the moment, playing a show up to 10 times a week, whilst also continuing to practice with a semi-regular schedule, work on new music, develop new content, and above all else, be a 100% committed father and husband. Let's get into it. What's up everybody? Welcome to Drummer's Perspective. My name is Ben Todd and I'm here to help broaden your scope of what's possible as a drummer. Thank you so much for joining me today, whether you're on YouTube or you're listening on the podcast, I really appreciate you wherever you are. If you're new, please subscribe, hit the like button. That would really, really help me out. And before we get into it, I wanna give you a free gift just by you being here. And today that's my seven ways to attract more work as a drummer, PDF guide. Now, if you're a drummer, or any musician for that matter, who's practicing, you feel like you're working on the right stuff, you've got a few gigs here and there, but you're just not working as much as you want to, or perhaps if you're quite established in your scene and you're looking for ways to broaden your skill set and maybe bring in some work from other avenues of the music industry, then this guide is perfect for you. Now, inside, I offer you seven steps you can take and things you can do to re approach where you are at the moment. Perhaps help you take a step back and re evaluate what path you're on, and maybe even incorporate some other skill sets into your toolkit that will hopefully help to bring a little bit more work for you. And the best thing about this guide is that only one of the steps involves picking up a pair of drumsticks at all. So it's really, really applicable to any musician. So please, that sounds interesting. Head to drummersperspective.com slash seven ways and grab that free downloadable PDF guide right now. The longer I've been on tour, the more comfortable I've become with the whole routine of it. I now know how to balance and conserve my energy for a week of shows, as well as knowing how much I need to exercise to stay physically and mentally capable of doing my job. Alongside all of this, I now know that I need to practice and play other music outside of the show if I want to stay musically versatile and nimble. Let me say this, it's taken me a long time to get to this point. As well as this, I've always loved writing and producing my own albums whilst on tour. And for the last two years, I've been fortunate enough to tour with my daughter. In order for me to balance all of these things both on a micro level of a day-to-day routine, but also a macro level of longer-term projects such as writing albums, continuing to practice and get better, and be the absolute best family man that I can be, I've realized that there's really only one approach that works for me, and that is having strategic time management and sticking to a plan. Now, the approaches I'm going to discuss today are based off of my current touring routine, But the concepts themselves are really applicable to whatever schedule you find yourself in where you're wanting to balance multiple activities at once. I'm someone who really values time. No matter what the situation is, whether I'm practicing, working on new music, or spending time with my family, I'm always looking for a way to maximize that time and enjoy it to the absolute fullest. And nothing has made me appreciate and value time more than having a daughter. Both on the level of cherishing literally every second that I get to spend with her, But also, when I do get time to myself now to work on new music or practice, you know I'm using every second of that time. And I'm sure there's a lot of parents out there that can resonate with me on this one. Now, I'm very fortunate on the current touring routine that I'm on, I know exactly when and for how long I have to be at work. Usually weeks, months, sometimes even years in advance. We run to a very detailed and specific schedule that allows me to look at a week and know exactly when I'll be able to have time to myself. This allows me to look at the week ahead and know that I can carve out specific time for specific activities. I understand this isn't the case for a lot of people, especially if you're doing one night tours where you're on and off of tour buses or planes and personal time is at a premium anyway, or even if you're a freelance musician whose day can change at a moment's notice. In these situations, you do have to be a little bit more creative about how you carve out time, but the concepts I'm going to discuss are still just as applicable. Now, the biggest advice that I can give when you're trying to juggle multiple activities and interactions, whatever they are, is to schedule specific times for specific things. Whether that's monthly, weekly, or even just the night before, you'll be so surprised just how much more motivated you are to achieving the things on your list if it's written down somewhere. Not to mention how much more clear-headed you are in those moments because you know that you've allocated specific time for a specific activity and you know that you're going to move on to another activity later in the day. Now, this may sound really simple, and a lot of people think that they can juggle multiple activities all at once. The reality is though, a lot of people fail without having a plan because naturally things overlap in our minds. In one moment, one thing is important. Then we're distracted by another thought and start doing something else. The next minute we're doing something completely different. Then we try to go back to the first thing, but we've lost focus and our train of thought. All of a sudden things get really cloudy and muddy in our minds and the mental weight and strain about thinking about all of the things that you wanna do and tick off of your list without having it written down somewhere starts to add up. We're not able to focus on whatever we're doing at that time because we're thinking about all the other things that we wanna do. The approach that's really helped me balance multiple activities all at once is having a plan and allocating specific time for specific activities, sticking to that plan as best you can. Another instance might come up where you actually find yourself with a spare 15 minutes, half an hour, or even an hour that you can do whatever you want with. But instead of actually getting into something, you feel so overwhelmed and paralyzed that you don't know where to start. At least if you have a list of things that you want to achieve for the day, it doesn't even have to be time specific. You know that you can go to that list at any point if you have some spare time and at least have a plan to start with. If you're able to clearly dictate specific times for specific activities, that's even better though. That's really the plan that's working for me at the moment, and is allowing me to juggle all of these things at the same time, and being able to focus on them 100% when I do have that time. I know that later in the day, I've scheduled time for another activity, so when I'm doing one particular thing, I'm not burdened with the thought of thinking about all the other things I have to do. I know I can just focus all of my attention and energy on that one specific activity, knowing that I'm going to move on to something else later in the day. Now, I realize that some people are actually able to shift their focus and attention without having much of a plan, and I do really envy that. But for me, and I think a lot of people, the approach of having specific time for specific activities is really what works best. Now, the old saying, Rome wasn't built in a day, is really applicable here because a lot of times you won't actually be able to achieve all of the things you want to do in one day, especially if that's, say, writing an album or practicing a specific thing. You do have to have a bigger picture outlook on your schedule sometimes and not just go day to day but look at a weekly schedule, a monthly schedule and set yourself goals for a month's time, six months time, 12 months time about what you want to achieve. From there you can break it down into smaller chunks and tick off those goals much easier, especially if you have them written down. Looking at my specific current touring and work schedule, I'm going to run you through my approach at the moment. Now, I don't want to make this too day-in-the-life-y, but hopefully this gives you an idea of how I'm able to balance multiple things during one day. Firstly, when I'm planning my week ahead, I figure out what the non-negotiables are. Obviously, I'm on tour with a show, so the time dedicated to playing that show and everything that comes with it is set aside for that. Secondly, is to spend quality time with my family every day. Now, that means as few distractions as possible, phones, work, email, all of that, I really, really, really try and minimize as much as I can. I try to do as much personal work as I can when I'm on site for the show and reserve home time strictly for family. This means working on my computer before the show, between shows, in intermissions, and squeezing as much as I can out of those 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and hour blocks of time that I have at work when I'm not at home so I can reserve that just for family. Even though I'm fortunate enough to work with my wife at the show, I really don't get to see her that much during the day. Now, obviously, there are exceptions to all of these rules, such as right now, where I'm filming this episode in my apartment and my wife has taken my daughter to the playground. But I really, really try and minimize this as much as possible. Once I've figured out what the non-negotiable time allocations are for the week, I break it down from there and look at when I'm going to have spare time during my work day. Now, I know on a normal two-show day, I have about 20 to 25 minutes to practice in my drum booth. Every day we have 30 minutes allocated to the band to sound check. Most of the time we only use about 5 minutes of that. So that allows me with, yeah, roughly 20 to 25 minutes to play the drums in my booth before they open the house. I also have about 15 to 25 minutes before the show starts where I can do some computer work. As well as about 15 minutes in intermission and sometimes about an hour in between shows. Once I know how much time I've got during the day, I break it down even further. Perhaps I use the 15 to 20 minutes before the show to work on new content ideas or scripts. I might use the little bit of time I have in intermission to write back to emails and messages. And then when I have that bigger chunk of time in between the shows, this is when I can spend a little bit more attention and focus to things that need it, like editing, composing, that kind of thing. Once you know exactly how much time you've got to yourself during the day, you can figure out a schedule that works for you. Now, as I said before, I'm pretty lucky I know my weekly, monthly, and yearly schedule, so I can really have a detailed plan and stick to it, and it makes it a lot easier, as I said, if it's written down. At the end of the day, the week, the month, you can look back at your written plan and tick off the goals and feel this great sense of accomplishment and achievement, and it's even more motivating to keep this approach going. The level of attention and focus that you're able to dedicate to the specific task that you're doing knowing that you're going to be able to move on to something else later on is so much more when you've actually got a written down plan now a little bonus tip if you are in a relationship with someone who you're living with and you do need time to yourself to work on specific activities then something that i've found to be extremely important is to share what you're doing if you say things to your partner like oh i just need some time to myself or i'll only be an hour to do this thing then you really risk two things One, you risk your partner thinking that you care more about your activities than them. And two, you miss out on sharing any joy, success, happiness, or failure with them because they feel disconnected from what you're actually doing. Not to mention any ideas, support, or guidance that they may have as an outside perspective to help you with your projects. I'm so, so lucky to have the incredible, beautiful wife that I do who's always been 100% supportive and encouraging of all of my projects. And I only wish the same for all of you out there also really helps to speak out loud and verbalize your goals and ideas and projects with your partner because a lot of times it helps to give you clarity on what you're actually trying to achieve. It makes the project, idea or goal that much more of a reality if you can share it with someone. I mentioned practice time a little bit earlier on in the video and at the moment I get roughly 20 to 25 minutes each day to practice, sometimes less, sometimes none. Now, I'm going to dedicate an entire video in the future to share with you my approach about how I maximise that limited amount of practice time that I get during the day. But all I'll say for now is that if you are on tour and you have any time to practice at all, use it. It's so precious and valuable, especially as drummers where usually we have very limited access to our setups when we're on tour. My current approach is to use literally every minute that I have available to me to practice. Because what can happen is that the only music you end up playing is the show. Now, this can be extremely detrimental to you, not only in terms of developing as a musician, but also just your mental health in general. You start to associate music and drumming just with the show music that you're playing. Now, of course, this is ridiculous, but it really is a thing that can happen when all you end up playing is the show and not practicing anything else. Now I've seen it happen a few times on tour both in this environment and the musical theatre environment where certain musicians might develop what they call show chops. Now that basically means that all they end up being able to play as musicians is the show music. When these musicians end up in a situation where they're required to play some different music that's not the show, they feel so uncomfortable and like they're beginners again. Now you can avoid this by practicing and playing other music whilst on tour. Again. It can be difficult to do to schedule time, but hopefully the approaches and techniques that I've shared in this video will help you re-approach just how you do that. Playing any other music or exercises, no matter what it is that's not the show music, when you're in this type of environment is only a good thing. That's it for now. Hopefully this video has given you a bit of an idea of how I'm trying to approach being on tour, practice, work on new music, and have a family but I'd really, really love to hear from you, though. Are you someone who's currently trying to do a similar thing, juggling multiple activities all at once, whether that's music-related, work-related, life-related? If you've found a technique or an approach that's working for you, I'd really, really love to hear it. Any other comments or questions, put them down below, and I'll get back to all of them, I promise. Thank you so, so much for being here, and I'll see you next time on Drummer's Perspective.